Welcome to the number one show in the Dirty 530. This is Take It to the Hub. Mm. This is Owen Yanker alongside Will Bodendorfer and Dylan Lee as always. Well, maybe not always. Yeah, Dylan, you've been missing out a lot. Sorry, guys. I've been skipping uh, class. I've been absent a lot, you know, up to up to bigger and better things, you know. I've gotten a couple uh, offers for some big radio networks, but here I am back at Take It to the <laughs> Hub. Um, loyalty, loyalty never rests. All right, so spring is in the air, guys. It's been 75 <laughs> degrees the past three days, and you know what that means. It's the start of some spring sports at Davis Woo! Senior High School. Oh, I'm excited. So there are around eight or nine um, sports teams starting up. So let's talk a little bit about them. I want to start off with the... Uh, before we go into those, though, I want to talk about the women's basketball team. Mm. They've got... They're finishing up their season. They have senior night tonight. It is a win-and-in game for them to get into the playoffs. They're currently sitting, I believe, in the fourth seed mm-hmm. in the Delta League. So let's talk a little bit about that game tonight. Mm-hmm. They are playing Monterey Trail. Okay, yes, Monterey Trail. Okay, um, so I expect definitely the girls to win this game. Um, they're a team that has some experience with playoffs and everything. As you guys know from last year's pretty deep, uh, exciting run that they made. So I think once they get into the playoffs, they'll be pretty well prepared to uh, face anything that comes up. Um, they've looked like a lot stronger team uh, as of late than they did at the beginning of the year. I think they're developing really well. They're coming together and... Uh, I look forward to some pretty exciting things if they make the playoffs tonight. So I want to highlight the three seniors that they'll be honoring at senior night um, tonight. Um, we've got sharp sh- or sharpshooter uh, Faith Harlan, who's been out for a lot of the season. Um, Concussion, I believe. Yeah, but yeah. she is back tonight. I believe she is playing. Probably will be starting. I mean, you got to get her in there. It is senior night. Also, we have assist machine Anna Bolinas. She is, I think, she might be leading the league or second in the league in assists. First in broken ankles. I first in broken first. ankles, that is definitely for sure. She and recently became the first Davis High player to have 100 assists in four separate varsity seasons ever. So that's, wow. that's, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Pretty cool stat. And then our last one is post-presence Rachel Allison, who is also a deep threat. So it'll be a fun yeah. one tonight. So if you have nothing better to do, you better get out to the cage for the women's basketball senior night at 7 tonight. If you have something better to do, you could cancel it and also come to the cage. I would say that is a correct correct yes. thing to say there. Yep. So now let's talk about the new sports that are coming up in the spring. I want to start out with the Davis High baseball team. Mm-hmm. So they finished 5th in league last year. They actually eked, in, eked their way into the playoffs, but... Um, lost, I believe, nine to zero to Oak Ridge. Ridge in the first round. So they do have. We've got the addition of Ryan Kreidler, who, who is probably the best player on the team. Who's Ryan maybe Kreidler? the best player in the Delta League? Uh, possible, possible. UCLA commit uh, shortstop, and he, I believe, had a broken wrist um, from possibly an injury that happened in their sophomore run when they won the uh, uh, section. He slid awkward. Whatever. He played basketball through, but again, he had to sit out last year's baseball season. Um, and so him coming in, I think, is going to be a huge addition. Uh, not only to the team, you know, in the batting, you know, in the lineup uh, on the defensive side of the field, but also as a leadership role, uh, the team's going to look to Ryan. Ryan's going to, you know, be that captain, be that leader that can really take this team to, the, you know, great places and a deep playoff run, which I think all these guys expect. Absolutely. It's interesting that you mentioned that. I've actually never heard of Ryan before. Really? Um, yeah, he must be kind of a big deal around here. But um, I'm thinking I'm looking for some big things out of this pitching staff, you know. Um, we've got Ray Young coming back, uh, throwing Chet out of the pen. Um, Eaton Tuttle looking good as always. Peter Frame, my man, um, he's gonna be throwing some throwing some heat. 
whether it's a starter or reliever, I'm not totally sure yet, but you can count on good things from him, always. Um, OG Solly Berry, Solomon Beers Ariel, out in the outfield, um, just covering ground out there. And a, and a young arm in Tyler Mortensen, who's been playing, who played really well. Right, he was all the league yeah. last year. Yeah. So a player I want to highlight is uh, Pierce Tujo. Mm. He was not on the team last mm. year. He was recovering from a shoulder <laughs> injury, but he is back. And Another t- strong arm as well. In the let me tell you, rotation. that kid throws gas. I'm telling you, 85-plus miles per hour. I have been hit in practice by his pitches. It hurts. It is not a good feeling. Me too. I might still have, really hard I might still have some laces on my chest. From this is a bit of a sore subject. Dylan did get cut from the team I did. You know, uh, it was a bit of an injustice at the hands of uh, Coach Ariola. You know, I was out there throwing absolute gas, hitting the corners, just painting the edges of the strike zone like I do. You know what I'm saying, boys? I was out there throwing, well, a couple benders, a couple curveballs, uh-huh. some change-ups, had a wicked slider working, the split-fingered fastball was doing well, struck out Ryan at least four times in a row. <laughs> I, so um, you have heard of Ryan now well, while he was to, injured. Now I know this. <laughs> yeah. Now I know this story. Change your story. So Dylan. So what are you saying? Is Dylan has gone from painting the edges to painting houses because yes. he is not playing a sport right now. Bam. I'm playing hockey. That's how the sport. Well, <laughs> not a Davis High sport, or is it? Is hockey it's a Davis High sport? sport? It's not a Davis High sport. Okay, moving on. Let's talk about women's soccer. This mm. is an extremely good yes. team. They were um, first in the Delta League last year, and they're actually ranked 29th in the nation going into this season according to Max Preps. So let's talk about them. Uh, yeah. Oh, go ahead. No, you first, um, So I'm looking for big things out of the Rubenstein dynasty this That's year. That's what I was, you know. You know? Um, yeah. Based on my projections, if they're correct, um, about half the team, half the field is going to be covered by the, the range and speed of the Rubenstein sisters. Um, they, they're all immensely talented at soccer. Some of the greatest players I've seen in my entire life. Um, and they should they should easily take this team very deep into the playoffs, if not if not to the section. Okay, and then I'm gonna have to highlight uh, one of Hub's very own, Julia Curtis, committed to Santa Clara for soccer. Oh, She's yeah. a junior. That's another thing about this team: a lot of young soccer, a lot of juniors and sophomores have already committed to play D1 soccer. Uh, that are going on to big things, but uh, a young team that I think is poised for a big playoff run this year. And who knows, maybe the next year or the year after that, you know, could be making You know, Julie does a lot of those uh, flippity-flip throw-ins, and I'm not buying it. I don't see why those are necessary, you know? I think it's a little bit of a... Well, I mean, it's showmanship a little bit, but I think it also... The torque. I don't know. I took physics torque. I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. You gotta show me the algorithms, because it doesn't look like it's that much much better. What do you think, Owen? You you a big fan of flip throw-ins? I honestly like the flip throw-in. It gets the crowd in. I heard that she has been training to to do a double flip throw-in. Oh, that's okay. Well, that so, that'll double the amount. I of think that kind of changes sure. the whole picture here. Mm. A dub, do you not understand? That's two. Dylan. No, I do two understand. Flips. I'll have to see it to believe okay. it. That is know. one plus one. Two flips. That's two. Fantastic. That's my pre-calc math skills right there. And now we'll go on to number three on the spring sports list: uh, women's lacrosse, which was second in league in 2015, and uh, this team is again. Had a good finish last year, but could even do better with lots of returning talent. So, Owen, why don't you give us your uh, <laughs> prediction for this team? This so, year? like you said, there's a lot of returning talent. Um, we've got some uh, some players that are definitely going to commit probably before the end of the season to some uh, D1 programs. There's a uh, Nicole Pugh, who is also a Hubster. Another hub- Hubsters are killing it. Hubsters are Hubsters are killing it. Um, we also players. have um, Sarah Sherwin out there. She is a great player, and then also um, another Hubster. I'm Surprised you guys didn't mention her, Camille Renault, mm. who is probably the only. She's committed. She's, she is committed to somewhere in New York. Um, 
she is probably the outspoken leader of the women's lacrosse team, and she'll probably lead the league in goals. Impressive. Yeah. All right, so flipping the table there, let's talk about the men's lacrosse team. So they were also second, like the women, last year, um, and lost in the conference finals to Granite Bay, which I believe went really deep into the playoffs. So, Again, not to beat a dead horse, another hubster, Rowan Hart, yeah. Rowan and Hart Sean Gellin. Sean Gellin, my both, boy. To the house. Both hubsters are probably going to be the two uh, premier scorers on this team. Um, I know there's some senior leadership. Uh, Jake Hammond, mm-hmm. face-off man, uh, going to play D1 lacrosse at Ohio Wesleyan. Um, so, again, a lot of D1 athletes here. Um, Tom Thornton coming back. I don't think he played last year, but another senior that's going to be able to uh, kind of lead this team. But, yeah, I think they, there's a lot of talent, um, especially in this junior class, especially yeah. these guys, Rowan and Sean, that are just really premier scorers. Player I would look out for this year, a uh, little dark horse, Justin Reno. Mm, yeah, another very yeah, very vocal leader, too. Oh, Definitely yeah. a leadership at that senior. So, spot. yeah, the men's lacrosse team does have a lot of skilled guys out there. <laughs> So our next sport we're going to talk about is track and field. I'm going to admit I'm not an expert on track and field. It goes on at the same time as my sport, swimming. So what do you guys have to say about track and field? Um, I think um, Ethan Hessel is joining the team again after taking a brief hiatus last year. Um, he's, he's pretty speedy, if you ask me. Um, you've got the, the Blakewell brothers out there just absolutely killing it. Um, I rate Sam Blakewell a little higher on the scale than Joe this year. Um, mm-hmm. Joe's Joe's pretty uh pretty hyped up in the the whole pole vaulting business, but keep an eye pa- on. Is he past his prime? Is the real question. Yeah, I, mean, I think, I think his, his best years may be behind him. You gotta keep an eye on that wow, young already. Slammy Blakewell, as they call slammy. him. Slammy. Okay. Um, he's very speedy. He can just run run laps around that track at unparalleled speed. Um, I'm looking for huge things out of him this year. Um, possibly all American. You know. Yeah, I mean, I think this is track and field. Uh, you could make the case probably one of the most. Uh, successful sports at DHS year in year out. This team always has at least a couple runners going far into the you know sections into the states even, mm-hmm. um, and that kind of ties in with the how good the cross country team is. There's obviously some overlap there. People that are doing both, uh, but yeah, I think you know this is one of the sports that DHS is always you know year in year out one of the top schools. So uh, one of their uh, I know best events is their four by four men's relay, mm-hmm. which lost three seniors last year, but I know that we have returning we have Nick Borowski. Mm-hmm. And we've got Willie Hall. Yeah, and I long, think Willie Hall, man, those long legs. That guy got right. strides for days. Willie Hall, who is also another committed, to, committed Columbia, to Columbia right? University. So that's yeah. another. This is a lot of D one recruits. There you He's go. pretty crazy. He is not a hubster, though. He is not a hubster. He so, probably uh, could be, though. I bet you that be, guy. Could yeah. Imagine yeah. how fast he would be if he were in the hub. We'd be un- unbeatable. We should just have, be so much faster. Yeah, we should have like a. We hub, should have our own track team. hub recruiting class. There you go. Be really cool. All right, so now we're going to talk about kind of a sore subject here. Um, it's a team that I, I followed very closely last year. If I know nobody else was there to see it because I was the only one at quite a few games. But let's talk about the men's volleyball team. Yes. Will, uh, our own Will Bodendorfer here was... Where you were, you were I was server. on the team last year. He was a premier server on the team. I'm. This is I, this is honestly really bothering me talking I, about this. Will is not returning to the varsity I, well, team. I guess this I'm year. going to officially announce my retirement. He from was a huge sport. prospect, and he just walked away uh, from the game. Yeah, you know, I'm telling you, the crowd of one went wild when OG Bobby <laughs> came into the game at men's volleyball games last year. Um. Yeah. No. It's. Uh, I guess it's official now. I'll announce my retirement from the sport. Um, but yeah, I mean, this team is, is, a, uh, they're going to have a lot of young players. The team last year was mostly seniors, a mm-hmm. lot of seniors, um, and a couple juniors. So the JV team though was very good, um, only lost a couple games. So they'll have a lot of junior guys stepping up. 
Uh, Manuel Costa you'll be seeing as a setter, possibly Max Sprague, another guy. Um, and then, you know, you've got the senior Nick Simmons. Uh, mm-hmm. And just an absolute monster of volleyball. The guy will be a, 100% the leader of that team. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it, it'll we'll need some guys to step up that are, you know, younger, juniors, maybe even some sophomores that they'll pull up. Um, but I think this team could make it definitely a run in the playoffs. Right. All right, so now let's talk about Dylan. Let's talk a little bit about the men's golf team. Men's golf team, uh, not everything's finalized yet. You know, Coach Carl Ronning has a very specific process that he likes to go about building his roster. He's a very experienced coach. I think um, Sammy Amucci should do big things. Uh, I think um, Matt Hill, he's, he's decent, you know. Um, Dan Schumann, he might be a, a key player on this squad this year. Andrew Arnheider. D1 commit mm, as well. Overrated. I'm not a fan. <laughs> we're we're like not him. playing the game Again, yet. Dylan also has <laughs> some... Were you cut from the... You put on JV golf. Was that uh, correct? I'm for sure going to be cut this year. Okay. I don't so think that's up for There day. are some... Oh. He's got a, an agenda possibly to fill. I, uh, not a fan of Arnheider, you know? Yeah, so... overrated if you ask me. <laughs> All right, so that's, that's your men's golf preview. Um, another team is the men's tennis team. They are playing now in the spring. Dylan? Um, I think Chase Kelson is going to be pretty good this year. David Wang, uh, another another key player uh, for sure. And this is another sport. Sorry to cut you off there, but uh, just like track, that I think yeah. year in and year out is always Sections, yeah. section, almost always section champions. It's champions, pretty much expected at this point. Um, oh yeah. So expect a big year from them. And then our last sport that we're going to conclude our uh, spring segment on is swimming. I'm a member of the men's swim team, and we're looking to win sections again this year. There you go. That's, I mean, it seems like that's a recurring thing between literally every single one of these spring spring, teams. I would say this is probably, by far, uh, DHS's most uh, successful sports season. Yeah. Um, If you've been into the the big, the North Gym at Davis Senior High School, you've seen all the pennants and banners that are hanging up in the rafters. From spring sports. Yeah, there's... I think yeah. DHS Mop will also cut his times pretty much in half now that he's cut his hair off. Absolutely, you know? yeah. His times will be off the charts. Our speedster Henry Burke on the men's team actually did cut off his, I want to say it was like two feet long, his it flow. It was a little excessive, yeah. I mean, it's still pretty long, but I mean, it's, yeah, Dylan's right. It's definitely going to shave some time off. All right, that's the sound of the alarm, which means that it is our game time. The sound of the alarm, which means it's over. over we're playing over-under. That's what it means. There we okay. go. Here we go. So right. I'm going to throw some topics out at you guys, and you're going to give me over or under. You ready? Yep. Pretty All straightforward. Right. Yep. Uh, first thing we're going to talk about is um, the NBA All-Star Weekend. It happened uh, this past weekend in Toronto. Uh, I'm definitely going to say underrated. Um, I think this is probably one of the best All-Stars you've had in a long time. The dunk contest was finally fun to watch. Uh, Aaron Gordon, Zach Levine, that kid put flew. it all out. Those guys, I literally are flying in the air. Uh, Aaron Gordon took a seat in air to duck a ball. I just, just absolutely, out of nowhere. In, uh, just absolutely inhuman. It was crazy. Three-point contest was fun to watch. Got to see Kobe's last All-Star game, mm-hmm. so I will say underrated. I'm going to say it's a little overrated. The whole thing feels a little scripted and commercialized for me. You know, the game is, nobody really tries very much. Um, just the fact that someone like Russell Wilson can come in, shoot a ton of shots, win MVP, and just look like amazing out there next to all these other really good players it seems kind of ridiculous to me. I think Russell I'm not Wilson? a fan. 
Russell Westbrook. My bad. Oh, okay. Yeah, my bad. Um, I was. Where did this? <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, actually. with all the celebrities that were around for the NBA All Star Weekend, I wouldn't be surprised. I would Russell, say I feel if like Russell Wilson snuck into the game, it wouldn't be a surprise. It's more of a circus to me than an actual like sporting event. Mm-hmm. Drake did have a little bit too much of I a hand Drake. in the game. I I I don't hate the guy, but I get it. I get it's his home city, but he has no direct tie. I mean, I guess he is part somewhat of the Raptors organization. His um, music is decent, but he was there every day. Yeah. He was kind of like the intro man for the whole thing. I, I don't know. I could have gone without that. All right. Second thing. Um, Let's see if you can pronounce this one. This is, this is, is it, Le- I'm, I'm not it's Leicester City. There you Something go. like that. Like Somewhere around there. First place in the English Premier League in soccer. For those They were like pretty much pretty close to the bottom of the table last year. I'm going to be, I, I, just at the fact that I can't pronounce the name, I'm going to be really surprised if you say underrated. They actually might have been just promoted up from the... From the league Re- under, but pretty recently, uh, yeah. they did lose to Arsenal over the weekend, but they are still in first place of the English Premier League. So overrated or underrated, Dylan? Um, I think I think they're rated. I think they're a little bit overrated. I think that they're not going to end up staying in first place by mm-hmm. the end of the season. I think there's just too many big money teams that have um, just really talented players that are eventually going to hit their stride and overtake them. Um, so I'll say overrated in that sense, but. They're also playing out of their minds right now. So, uh, I'm going to say underrated. I think just the story in general of this team. I believe at the start of the year they had something in like 1 in 5,000 odds or something to win. I mean, the betting odds are insane for this team. Uh, so I think everyone's going to be rooting for this team to pull it out. Uh, if they do, it'll be one of the greatest sports stories, maybe one of the greatest sports seasons we'll ever see. So definitely underrated. All right, so our third topic for over-under is... Kanye West's album. Who knows cool. if it's ever going to actually come out? Life of Pablo. Uh, this so. might we we might need more than thirty seconds a piece oh, on yeah. this one. This is going to be. I've got a lot to say about. I've this got one. an essay written about this album. Uh, right after the you go, I'll go for it. Yeah, well, I'm sure this will just turn into a general discussion. Um, I'm going to say underrated on the album. I've read some reviews. I've seen the number six floated around a six out of ten. I've seen the number seven. Um, me personally, I'm giving this album nine, nine point two five out of ten. Nine point two five. You know, you gotta. You, there's a lot of little increments you gotta uh-huh, pay attention uh-huh. to. Uh, but that's just my basis rating. Had he had under three thousand, say anything but like two words on the album, it would have automatically raised it up to like a ten. I think. <laughs> uh, Dylan, what's your? Give me I your mean, rating. Um, I think it's a wonderful album. It's a really well, well put together kind of. Um, it's. <laughs> It's a great album. That's has, actually a great a way to... It's very songs. well put together, kind of. Because yeah. at points it is, but you also have this feel that he did put it together last minute, which well, he did. So here's the thing. I feel like it's a great album, and I also feel like it's great not because of Kanye West. I, I feel like yeah, all the I best agree. parts of this album are from other people. Like, the way... Um, the best song, obviously, was Ultra Light Beams. I think that's kind of indisputable. Um, that was slightly That arguable. was entirely because of Chance the Rapper. And then you've got Waves, which is the second best song, written by Chance the Rapper, I and think they put these it are, on the album. These are, these, Waves being the second got, song is definitely something we could argue for sure. Okay, and then you've got Wolves, which is not, not the next best, but it's one of the stronger tracks for sure. Um, and I, I honestly dislike Kanye's part in that. I thought Vic Mensa, Sia, and Frank Ocean all had better parts on that song than Kanye. I think he should have taken a little bit more of a backseat. I just feel like most of the memorable moments off this album are really a product of other people. Um, Mm. And while Kanye's albums have always been, you know, like a collaborative work, like he uses a lot of other artists, I feel like this is really, he doesn't have something to say as much as he has in his last albums. Okay. Um, He does have a lot to say, but he doesn't really refine it. Yeah, no, I I agree. There are some good points you make there. Um, I would agree that I think 
who the weakest verses in this album are from Kanye. Absolutely. Um, I don't was, like his we flow where he uses yeah, well, like two words a line yeah, yeah. or whatever. Um, and it's, you know, it's gotten significantly weaker when you compare <coughs> the days of Dropout, you know, when he, his uh, lyrics were much better back then. At the same time, I think uh, the the argument that it's good, you know, despite Kanye, I don't like that argument because it's his album. I think part of the, the whole vision of the album is him. I mean, obviously he has other producers working with him. And he's also, you know, alluding to the features... Kanye's known for getting the best out of his features. I mean, look at Nicki Minaj on Monster, That's which true. is a My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy song. Rick Ross, too. Uh, that was by far Nicki Minaj's, the pinnacle of her rap career. It was on a Kanye song. Well, I think it's a little late um, to call it a pinnacle. It, that's be real. Her career's over. Um, I mean, you, you look at it, especially on this album, one of Chance's best verses, I think, in a long time. Uh, he had beautiful. Post Malone on there, and he had Post, Post Malone. Malone's human garbage. Human garbage, but he somehow made him viable in a song. Um, I believe that was Fade, the yeah. last song of the album. So I think, uh, I, I mean, it's a fair argument. That's why I wouldn't give this album a 10, is because, you know, you can make the argument that if you put a sub in another rapper with all this production and all, you know, the features around him, it would be a better album. But I don't think that would exist because the whole vision of it, this gospel sound you get, you know, all the production and stuff, that's part of what Kanye is, you know what I mean, and you wouldn't have True, I agree him. with that, but, um, oh yeah, another one is Kendrick Lamar, he murders Kanye no. West on, on No More this Parties fair, in LA. Yeah. Um, I think that verse is also recorded like a while ago, whereas Kanye's was like right now with the specific intent of trying to show up Kendrick Lamar on that song. Okay. I think Kendrick definitely ghost wrote a good portion of those I could, lines. I could definitely see that. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so I, I definitely think, uh, had another good rapper like Kendrick, maybe J. Cole, maybe even Drake, like, had they had this kind of production, like, available to them, this kind of album, they would have killed these beats a lot better than Kanye That's a fair argument. I don't like it as much. So, since we've kind of gone off the rails here, we're not really, we kind of strayed away from over-under here, I just want to talk about just Kanye West in general. We just just want to (laughs) over-underrate? Yeah. That's a fair. In general. Uh, As a musician, I'm going to say underrated. Huge fan. As a person, 100% overrated. Exactly uh, he's gone insane. His yeah. Twitter is just oh, yeah, a I, bunch I, of thoughts. I, want, I, th- I wanted to mention this. Someone had just showed me a tweet that said that he had asked Mark Zuckerberg for a billion dollars. Yes. How can you honestly sit there as a, as a music artist and think that you're worthy of a billion dollars, even if he's going to use it for fashion or whatever, he's trying to make the world a more beautiful place? Is this guy There's on so drugs? Many the man makes great music. That money. I have a hard time defending anything he says right. in his Twitter or just in general. If you're losing a rap beef to Taylor Swift, you've got okay, well, major problems. Yeah. And correct me if I'm wrong, he did declare at one of these award shows that he was going to run for president. Is that for 2020? 2020. So is, that's still a possibility. Yes. So I mean, you might see after Trump, Kanye West. I mean, we're just turning America into like a friggin' freak show here. That's gonna go incredibly poorly. I will guarantee it. So, unfortunately, before we end, I, we do have to kind of end on a sour note here. <coughs> there was a uh, freak accident um, last week up um, for the DHS ski team. Um, fellow hubster Jillian Foster, killer Jiller, um, she was injured in a ski accident. She's currently recovering in a uh, Reno hospital with the possibility of permanent uh, paralysis. But um, the ski team really, they, they kind of all came together. It's, mm-hmm. been, it's been really cool. The community, the Davis community is really all bonded together and... Um, actually formed a uh, GoFundMe to help for uh, her medical bills and they, they've already, yeah, her costs and they've already raised over $40,000 wow. and actually at the women's basketball game tonight, which if you haven't started getting ready to go to that, get with it um, mm-hmm. they're actually, 100% of their uh, snack bar proceeds tonight are going to help um, Jillian so get yeah. to the women's basketball game, eat some food 
Get out to the yeah, snack thoughts bar. go out to her and her family. Right. <coughs> so that is going to conclude our episode of Take It to the Hub. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Take it to the hub.